Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationship stories. If you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight in to today's story. Now, this story was compiled by Learning Finance 23, but the original author was Help Me Please 9018230. It was cross post between relationships and legal advice and also made its way to nice guys as well, so it may give you a little hint of where this one may go. And the title is Had a falling out with a girl I love and got served a cease and desist order. What can I legally do in Michigan? And this was the one that was cross-posted on relationships. And I will give you the alternative title as well from Learning Finance, who says, OP learns a hard lesson when he tries to get sympathy after stalking and harassing a woman. So this is the part that was on legal advice. Hey guys, I already posted on r slash relationships for the relationship side of all of this, but I need advice on the legal side. For context, I am 21 and she is 19. I will give you the short version of the story here. I guess if you need more context, see my other post. I met this girl in January of this year at the start of the second semester at our university when we worked in one of the rec centers together. She was a freshman and I was a junior. She started college a semester late. She said because of family issues and she said she was nervous about it. So I decided to show her around a bit. We got lunch a few times during the first month on campus and I gave her a tour of the campus. We hit it off immediately and I knew I was in love instantly. Well, long story short, I asked her out and she said no. I was heartbroken, but she agreed to still be friends. Unfortunately, I don't have evidence of this since the conversation was in person. I tried several times throughout the semester to show her what she meant to me, but she ignored me and all the thoughts I put into the gifts I gave her. We had a falling out that involved me drunk calling her and her telling me to leave her alone when I tried to explain. I've spent the last month in absolute depression. I think about her every day. She blocked me on social media so I can't see her profile, but I haven't texted her since school ended. But it finally got to be too much for me. I decided I would try one more time to show her how much I love her. I knew the town she moved to school from. It's only like an hour away from me and I have family that live nearby. We have talked about it before. So I texted her and told her I was coming to meet her. I was going to meet her at X coffee shop and I wanted to talk about everything. Once again, she couldn't even do me the respect of replying. I checked her Instagram that night and saw that she was out partying that very night. There were pictures of her with alcohol. She is underage and her wearing skanky clothes. She told me she hated partying. It's like she has become a totally different person. So I did freak out a little. I told her how much I cared and about how awful it was for her to just ignore me like that. That I was going to come to the coffee shop on X day and, and if she should do me the respect of coming to see me. She never replied, but I got a piece of mail today. It was a fucking ceased and desist letter. She said she would seek legal avenues if I didn't stop harassing her. 
What the fuck, Reddit? I need to know what I can legally do to talk to her and make sure she doesn't understand. I don't want to have to live a life knowing she hates me. From my research, a ceased and desist letter isn't legally binding like a restraining order or anything and I'm not harassing her since I don't have an intent to intimidate or hurt her. So she can't charge me with anything. Is all that true? Do I need a lawyer to respond to a letter? Thanks for all the help and for reading this. And as I said, we have some replies to comments. We have an update as well. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the update's about just yet, but you'll, you'll see when you get there. But the edit on this post said, wow, everyone here is talking to me like I am a piece of shit. Just to be clear, I have not contacted her since I got the letter. I'm trying to figure out my next direction. I can't believe a sub specifically dedicated to legal advice is getting so personal. And I can feel like I can pretty much get a feel of the comments already. And it's just like, let it go. This is seriously worrying behavior. The bit where it got to like in the second paragraph, I think it was where it says I was heartbroken, but she agreed to still be friends. And it said, unfortunately, I don't have evidence of this since the conversation was in person. I was like, whoa, and I had to take a minute there. And then you was literally stalking her any way you could finding out, you know, what she's up to on social media seeing that she's having drinks and the wording saying she was wearing skanky clothes like like it was any of your choice to begin with which i know is not the case but i imagine if she did get into that relationship and you're wording there about having skanky clothes what the relationship may be like and even when you did receive like this cease and desist letter you're still trying to find ways around it that you can talk to her and imagine putting yourself in that that girlfriend's shoes that must be a scary position to be in that someone's trying this hard to get you and they're still oblivious to it to what they're actually doing i don't know if we're going to receive a positive update on this one yet but we move on to the next section where, where the poster decides that they're going to argue with some of the comments one commenter said you need to leave this person alone and seek some help your post reads like best of collection for things emotionally unstable people say and doing the build-up to seriously dangerous activities Seriously, get a help from a professional. This kind of behavior is a one-way ticket to getting expelled from college and arrested. Frankly, you're lucky she hasn't reported you to the school yet because you're already at serious risk. Run, do not walk away from the situation and never contact this person again. To which OP then responded saying, I am not a perfect person. No one is, but I am certainly not dangerous and I wouldn't like to go to her house without her knowing or anything. All I want is to hear it straight from her that she doesn't want to speak to me again. What does a cease and desist letter say? Then another commenter says, you can cease, then you can desist. Seriously, leave her the fuck alone. She clearly wants nothing to do with you. OP says, wait, so is it legally binding or not? Referring to the cease and desist. A deleted user says, stop trying to contact her and move the fuck on with your life. You don't own her and she owes you nothing. She's not obligated to talk to you, be friends with you, or even acknowledge your existence. OP replies again saying, I came here for legal advice, not this. I don't understand why you're even commenting if it's not about the legality of the situation. Learning Finance, the guy who compiled this, then also found some choice comments from OP. One that said, I deserve a legal recourse for caring. Lol, okay. Then another saying, how can I end up in jail for trying to reconcile a great friendship? I don't understand. Another comment, I don't think a reasonable person should feel threatened by this, but hey, that's just me. Maybe the law is weird. Another comment saying, how can it be harassment if there is no intent to harm or threaten? 
Then the post was shared on r slash nice guys. And there's some comments that we'll read from that. And in case you didn't know about nice guys, it's um, the community is described as self-proclaimed nice guys are man children or douches who mistake being spineless and pathetic for nice. Most posts feature men, but posts of anyone who fits the nice guy archetype are allowed. Nice guyness transcends gender and sexuality. This is a lighthearted subreddit for funny, cringy images, not a subreddit for showcasing general acts of misogyny or debating gender roles. The post was titled, Nice Guy on Legal Advice Gets a Cease and Desist for Following His One True Love to a Hometown, and then shared an image of it. We'll start with Jackson Bateman who says, I love how this guy is so obsessed and full on that when trying to figure out his next move, the thought, just don't talk to her anymore, doesn't instantly pop into his head. Mosakite says he wound up on relationships, legal advice, and best of legal advice. He thinks that because he doesn't intend harm, that a cease and desist isn't legally binding and that she's being rude. I particularly like this charming comment in quotes. I guess I just always thought it was important to fight for the things you love. Then goes on to say, the things you love. Signy replies to this saying, it gets worse. The story he told on legal advice, which is the one we are reading, is the pared down version. While the relationship post was deleted, here's another user's summation. And then a bunch of quotes, which would go through. I literally only asked her out once. I don't understand how that is pushing her. I asked Jamie out on a date. She told me she doesn't think about me that way. I even picked her up her favorite drink from Starbucks most days, even though she never asked me to and told me I didn't need to. I asked her to hang out a few times and she said she was so busy she couldn't. I tried keeping up text message conversations with her, but she would forget to reply a lot. I got her some flowers and a bracelet. She told me she didn't want to accept the flowers or the bracelet. I left her some voicemails about how I loved her. She never replied. I tried Facebook messaging her, Snapchatting her, and even sending her an email asking if she was angry with me or if we could meet up to talk. She never replied. I decided I would go straight to her dorm room. I explained again that I wanted to see her and talk, but she told me to leave her alone. I texted her and told her I was coming to meet her. I was going to meet her at X coffee shop and I wanted to talk about everything. Once again, she couldn't even do me the respect of replying. So I did freak out a little. I told her how much I cared and about how awful it was for her to just ignore me like that. That I was going to come to coffee shop on X day and if she should do me the respect of coming to see me. She never replied, but I got a piece of mail today. It was a fucking cease and desist letter. That was that small compilation of all those points there. And one more from Zenitram66 who says and quotes, wow, everyone is talking to me like I'm a piece of shit. And it says, yeah, because you are a piece of shit. I like how he tries framing the whole vibe of we are meant to be to justify stalking her social media and then judging her behavior. That's classic. All the while making it seem like that the toll that her behavior is taking on him is what the true tragedy of the situation is gross now we're coming back off of nice guys and going back to our original post with many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zepbound for those who qualify Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The update, which says, oh boy, I've been wondering for a while whether to post here again or not. I wasn't going to, but I know my last post ended up on a few other subreddits and I actually stumbled across it on my main account on r slash nice guys and I read all the comments there. It was rough for me to read this original post, but it was a reminder of what my own mindset and the mindset of so many men like me was. I decided I needed to post again for some closure. I would have posted this on r slash relationships, but they don't let you update posts. They have taken down. Yeah, the mods there actually took down the post, not me. For those who didn't see my original post on r slash relationships before it was removed, it included more detail than my last one here. So I'm going to link a thread from nice guys from a few people save the text of my relationship post in the comments. I want to take full accountability for everything. So I want to link it here. First, I want to assure everyone that I didn't contact that girl ever again. Since I moved, I no longer see her or go anywhere by where she used to live, go to school or work. I don't know if she lives in the same area or goes to the same school. I've avoided getting any information about her at all. The way I acted and the way I hurt her and scared her so much still haunts me. Part of me wants to track her down and apologize, but I know from my classes that one, that can re-victimize her all over again. Two, it would be a selfish thing to do because it would be to clear my conscience, not make her feel better. If she wants to get closure by talking to me, I'm sure she can find me somehow. And three, I don't want to make the mistake of using an apology to make her feel manipulated to talking to me again. I learned in my classes that men do that a lot. I don't want to hurt her anymore, so I will work past the guilt while never talking to her again. I was distraught after my last post here. I admit I came here looking for validation, not help. I had a warped sense of entitlement that led me to believe that no one would possibly disagree with me. But obviously, hundreds of people told me that I was fucked up, a predator, a stalker, and that I needed help. All of those people were right. I don't know what happened, but something clicked in me after seeing those comments. Despite how combative and abusive I was in response to the comments, I checked myself into therapy in Michigan the week after I posted here. I knew something was wrong, but I was still in denial. I thought I needed help with heartbreak. I didn't recognize that I actually needed help with identifying and combating my messed up belief systems that I used to justify stalking and victimizing that poor girl. After a few sessions, I started seeing a psychiatrist too. I got on mood stabilizers and I started to realize that something was very, very wrong with the way I was acting. Something that couldn't be cured by medication. After talking it over with my therapist, I decided it would be best for me to move out of state into my aunt's house. Within a month of me posting here, I had moved into her house. After moving, I started the process of transferring to a new school next semester, working full time and continued to take my medication and was transferred to a new therapist. I had a fresh idea of the issues I wanted to work on in therapy. But after a few weeks of having two therapy sessions a week, my therapist pointed out to me during a session that I was still exhibiting the same kind of obsessive behaviors over women that earned me a cease and desist letter in Michigan. Though I wasn't stalking anyone at this point, I was just obsessing in my mind, which is still bad, but I wasn't actively victimizing anyone. 
I realized that in addition to therapy, I needed more help. My therapist pointed me to a class run by a local agency that was designed for men that have committed violent crimes against women, like domestic violence, assault, sexual assault, stalking, etc. Most of the men in the class are court ordered to go as a condition of their probation and parole, but you didn't have to be court ordered to go. So I signed up voluntarily. I attended a two hour class session every week and have been attending for about a month now. The goal of the class is to help us recognize and change abusive and violent behaviors. I know most of you are thinking, what kind of monsters can't recognize violent behavior? People like me, people like me in the last post. I look like a normal person. I grew up in an upper middle class neighborhood. Monsters come in all shapes and sizes and I fooled myself by saying, because I didn't look like an abuser or because I wasn't like the abusers I saw on TV that I wasn't one, but I am. I can't take back what I've done, but I can promise myself I will never victimize anyone else again. In conclusion, a lot of change for me in three and a half months. I want to say that I do not blame my behavior on my mental illness or anger or the media or whatever. I made a conscious decision to stalk and terrorize another human being because I thought I had the right to dictate how others interact with me. The class is a year long class and I've only been in it for a month, but I've already learned so much. I have learned from my group that abuse is always a conscious choice and a learned behavior. But I believe that since I learned this behavior and it's voluntary, it's totally within my control to change it. I've also learned from my group about the importance of having a non-romantic support system. So I made some male and female friends at work that invite me over to play video games with them. Don't worry Reddit, these are actual friends and not just people I am stalking or believe I am in love with. I talked about this extensively with my therapist and, and tried to be cognizant of my obsessive tendencies. Thank you to everyone who told it to me straight and I'm sorry for how I decided to treat everyone who was just trying to give me the advice I asked for. Then a bunch of comments must have come in on that update and they edited it with wow, just wow. I didn't expect this response. I guess this is a top post of all time and I wanted to say some things for anyone who reads this in the future. One, I read every single comment and best of legal advice, even though I didn't reply to many. I cried a lot while reading them. Two, I didn't post this to be gilded or to be patted on the back. I'm not sure why I did it, but I don't think congrats is quite the right thing to say to me. I don't know if I deserve praise for being a normal human being with normal relationships, but thank you all for being so supportive anyway. Three, I've had at least 10 people ask me for the name of the program I am in. The program I am in is specific to my area, so I'd rather not disclose the name. However, I encourage anyone who is concerned that they are controlling or abusive in their relationships with partners, family, or friends to Google batterer intervention programs in my area. I did some research today about the class I am in, and that is what all these types of classes are called. They all operate a little differently based on where you live and what program you do, but we use stuff like the power and control wheel, and there are steps in my program. There is no official federal program, I don't think. Four, I am not healed. I have a lot of obsessive thoughts and, and I have to try really, really hard to have appropriate boundaries. My meds have helped with this, but it is a behavior and thought process. I need to change and that can't be done with pills. I have a lot of mental health issues, duh, based on my first post, but honestly, what you saw was just the tip of the iceberg. I have never had real friends until the ones I have now. Before Jamie, I definitely engaged in stalking behaviors with both women I had crushes on and men I wanted to be friends with. It was never as bad as it was with Jamie, but I'm sure I made people uncomfortable. 
I also have some self-harm behaviors I am working out. So to the person who was worried that I would use all of the good praise to say, oh, I am perfect now so I can do what I want. Trust me, I know I am fucked up and I want to change. I want to have a normal relationships and friendships. I want to not be known as that creepy kid at my new college. Please get help if you need it. Take it from me. All people are capable of changing for the positive. Now, coming out of that one, I'm, first, I've got to say, I'm incredibly glad that OP saw the behavior that they were doing was just like crazy level stuff and went to get whatever help they could in that situation and actively sought that out. It did leave me wondering what I wonder what, you know, the person OP was stalking, what, how they'd be feeling. Do they ever look back on this? Obviously, we're never going to get that answer, but that was going through my head as I was reading it. Not that I want OP to get in contact with that person at all, because that's not the right thing. As OP said, they need to just leave them alone because it could re-victimize that person, etc. And I got to say, I did find it interesting, you know, being almost in the head of who's stalking like this and knowing what they're thinking and the way that they're acting and... And him just saying, like, I am a normal person. I look like a normal person, but there is like this hidden side of me kind of thing. And and in an ideal world, none of this behavior would ever exist in a perfect world. But clearly that's not the case. So every now and then when we read these stories, it does remind me, you know, there are people out there like this, people who would like to do harm and you know i'm not dumping on op in this situation they're they're trying to reform themselves but just sort of in general in the wider scope of things that it does remind me it does make me take a step back and think yeah it could anyone could be like that really couldn't they but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts in the comments below Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved today. Getting involved in the stories, the love, the support, the time that you spend with me means the absolute world. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.